What's going on, all my Spotify members, podcast members, Anchor members, Breaker members? See Jizzle and the Wizzle bringing you segment two of the night. It is March thirty first, not March, May thirty first into June first. Long story short, we're continuing off of the. Uh, guy that thought that he was a badass um, up at the gas station earlier. And I haven't smoked any weed yet tonight. So I'm going to take a little bit of time out of this podcast to do that. Take a couple of drinks. So bear with me. Got a lot of stuff to talk about still. Made a whole hour about different shit. Hmm, we're gonna save that. Let's see. There we go. Something. So anyways, me, I don't have a problem with fighting anybody, but when you threaten people that I work with that um not really good fighters to begin with, I kind of have a problem with that. If you looked at Kyle, my coworker, you would say, yeah, he's not really a fighting kind of guy. Because he's not. But I'm also not going to sit there and let people make threats to him and shit and not back him up. I'm still going to be there to protect him. So, somebody like me, I'm not only there to protect myself and my best interest, but somebody like Kyle, I'd, pr- I'd protect him over some crazy douchebag up at the gas station as well. Um, cause Kyle doesn't know how to fight and I do. And again, I think it's wrong for somebody to try and pick on somebody that's bigger who doesn't like to fight or doesn't know how to fight. When you have somebody like me that's perfectly capable of fighting, they always try to pick the weak people or the scrawnier people or, you know, and I look scrawny. I don't have a lot of muscle mass on me, right? I really don't. I look really deceiving. I'm really deceiving. When you look at me, I look like I don't have any power behind me. I look really innocent. But when I get up to the plate, it doesn't take a lot of power to manipulate people's own body movements into um, leverage or if you were to choke somebody out you don't need much leverage for that you actually have to be very agile and fast like I said earlier people that are more buff 
lift weights and stuff. They're not as fast as people like me. So once I slide around you and get around the backside, it's pretty much a done deal. There's people that, again, I wouldn't expect them to fight anybody a day in their life. And if I had it up to me, I'd fight for them. And I do. So I protect everybody that I work with, really. I had the best interest in me. I had the best interest in my coworkers and my company and all my customers. So generally, if somebody wants problems, they can get them. But um, I've been really trying to be good lately. You know, I've been really trying to be a good guy, down to earth, chilled laid back, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> and people have been coming in there and testing me. They've been testing my, uh, mistaking my uh, kindness for weakness. Now, again, you don't come in there and disrespect me. You don't come in there and disrespect my coworker. Um, you don't come in there and try and steal or try to make us look stupid. You sure as hell don't come up there and threaten us. Um, don't come up there making a mess, causing a scene. You know, there's just certain things that you just don't do being a grown adult. And it seems like a lot of people either don't care or they forgot about what it's like to be an adult. And I think it's the the uh, latter of the both. I think they just don't know what it's like to be mature. Now, don't get me wrong. From time to time, I love being young at heart. I love being immature. Having a night on the town with some friends and just letting back, being young at heart. I love that, but I'm also not going to go and disrespect people like my elders or people that are essential workers or people who are vulnerable like older people or smaller people. That's just not who I am. But you got this new breed that they don't care. They love insulting people and taking advantage of people no matter their age or their size. They don't care. They have no respect whatsoever. And I've gotten pretty fed up with that here lately. But there's not really a lot that you can do about it. Because a lot of these um, disrespectful people, guess where they come from? From 15, 16-year-old people. You know, not from grown adults. So, 
But for the grown adults out there, like I said, if you want problems, we can uh, set up an arrangement. If you really want to throw hands, we can set up a boxing match somewhere. That way you don't run to your car and get a gun. You really want a boxing match and you think you can take me on, we'll set it up. I'm telling you. You put the gloves on, I'll put the gloves on, and I can guarantee you that you're going down before I do. So, guarantee you that you get knocked out before I do. I think that's what we need to start having is neighborhood boxing matches to settle differences. Think about it. How awesome would it be to be able to uh, go to a park just like any other park and you've got a list of people who have already signed up and it's random, you know. They've already signed up to be in a boxing match. And there's rules to this boxing match, but it's also part of the community. You sign a waiver that says, oh, I'd like to be in this boxing match. If I get any injuries, I can't sue you, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that would be great. It would be, it would be crazy to... have many different boxing leagues throughout the city and then have somebody who can challenge somebody to the whole championship for the whole region. And then the person from the whole region who is the best boxer can go on to fight in the whole nation. You know what I'm saying? It's not really set up that way. Nowadays, but I feel like there could be a lot of people out there that could take out their frustrations and uh, get taught a lesson at the same time. I know there's a lot of people out there that have frustrations and they let their frustrations get the best of them. They run in there with guns blazing. They let their guard down. And they get knocked out. Usually. But. All of the violence and stuff going on in America. Needs to be settled in the ring. Honestly. You need to take out all your anger and frustration in the ring. And if you want to let the best of that get to you. There's always somebody either bigger than you. Or better than you. There's a lot of a lot of people that forget about that. My mom always told me there's somebody bigger than you and better than you out there. And I used to put two and two together. They're bigger and better. Well, not necessarily. They might just be better 
You know, they might not be bigger, but they are better, you know. It doesn't matter. When it comes down to it, a fight is a fight. And you put all your eggs in one basket, you better be able to protect them. So, a lot of these people nowadays, they get to flapping their gums, they get to talking a lot, but they can't protect anything, they can't back anything up. Things are different. Things are crazy. And I'm 30 years old, like I said. So to have some guy that's 30, 40 years old that thinks that he can uh, keep up with me on throwing hands, he's, a, he's somebody who would be the perfect candidate for me to invite to actually go to a boxing match. And I would beat his snot out of his head. So, anyways... I don't have any connections like that right now where I can just invite people to boxing matches. But if I did, it would be like the easiest boxing match that I've ever had in my life. And it would be one of the first. So, not saying anything about that guy, but he's a pussy. It'd take me, oh, probably the first three rounds before I put him out. <clears throat> he's old. He's wore out. He can't take too many hits. So, I really wish that we would have some kind of TV show out there where we get people, especially like celebrities, that want a box. I want to have a boxing match. You know, some harmless uh, ass beatings. I love it. I love the idea. <clears throat> Everybody thinks they're um, as uh, a badass. Until they get popped in the mouth. And they start thinking a little bit different. You come up against me. And. You ain't gonna get just popped in the mouth once. It's gonna be two, three, four times. Before you even know what happened. And um, that's the whole reason why I haven't found anybody that wants to be a sparring partner with me. I've dealt with a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people. I've even uh, ran into uh, MMA fighters couple of them that come in the gas station 
And I haven't really had a chance to talk to them lately, but when I have in the past, they uh, weren't really looking for a sparring partner. They already had their trainer. <clears throat> Let's just put it that way, but if I was a sparring partner with somebody, um, the whole point of being a sparring partner is to try to help them grow. <clears throat> try and get them better. You know, you're not there to beat them. You're trying to get them better. That's the whole point of a sparring partner, right? A lot of people don't want to spar with me because they're too scared of how fast I am or how deadly I am. They're too scared that they're going to get popped in the face and you know they're just going to give up you know me I don't care um we keep it pretty mutual we get into a little boxing match have my little mouth guard with me and so on and so forth keep it mutual with me we'll keep it mutual the minute you try getting a little tough and you try uh, stepping out of line and trying to punch harder blows, and I'm going to put you in your place. So, <clears throat> been a lot of um, time. <clears throat> Inboxing in a long time. I love watching boxing just like I love watching uh, hockey. I watch hockey, uh, you know, here and there. I really enjoy it. I like hockey and boxing more than I like watching basketball or football. So, anywho. Um, I seen a uh, video a little while ago. And I don't know if, I mean, it had to be a little while ago. <clears throat> It had to be like in the 80s or 90s. Because Mike Tyson looked pretty young. But anywho. There was a guy, Bob Sapp. And I'm sure anybody who's followed the boxing world knows about Bob Sapp. But he tried to call out Bob Sapp. And Bob Sapp was trying to act tough, you know, but. Mike Tyson was telling him, you know, sign that contract. Sign that contract and I'll come over there and fight you tonight, you know. And Bob Sapp said, I'll sign it, but I'll sign it with blood. You know, so, you know, Bob Sapp didn't really want it. 
But I really believe if they had gave Mike Tyson the chance and said, here's $100 million, you're going to have a fight with Bob Sapp tonight. Mike Tyson would have knocked Bob Sapp's uh, jaw clean off. He would have lost. Period. I don't care who you are. You know, Bob Sapp is big. He's bulky. There's actually this 7'2 Chinese guy that went against Bob Sapp and threw him around like a rag doll. But, um, it doesn't matter. Like I said, you get somebody in there, knock Bob Sapp around a little bit. Mike Tyson's uh, one of them to do it. If you put Mike Tyson versus Bob Sapp today, Mike Tyson would still knock Bob Sapp clean off of his feet. Bob Sapp was one of those older people, black, you know, boxer, Wanted to prove a point. It's the beast. Bob Sapp. You know. And let me just tell you this. Bob Sapp. Was a beast. Until bigger beasts. Came along. Mike Tyson. Would put Bob Sapp. In his place. Um, even though that Bob Sapp. Has probably. 50 to 100 pounds on Tyson, you know, especially at that time. Um, <clears throat> like they always say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So, you get some good clean jabs and you get some round hooks to the side of their face. It doesn't matter how big they are. They're going to go down. So, and I feel like Somebody that's shorter than he is, like Mike Tyson, you got a little bit more protection. He's not going to be able to cut those straight jabs straight across, you know. Always cover the top of your head. Bob Sapp is a legend, but... He ain't the legends of legends. You know, there's always somebody out there bigger or better. Not bigger and better. Bigger or better. You don't have to be bigger in order to defeat somebody. Look at David and Goliath. Hmm. Didn't work in that uh, scenario. Uh. Anywho. Um. Podcasts have been My new thing. Um, 
I've been trying to get into podcasts here lately more than live videos. Um, I want people people to tune into my podcast more than my live videos on Facebook. And like I said, I've been trying, but I do realize there are some people out there that aren't going to download it. And there are a lot of people that already have Facebook. So, anywho. I pretty much talked about as much as I want to talk about tonight. I could go on for another 30 minutes about random shit. But I'm going to probably make a live video on Facebook um, instead. So I'm trying to find a mixture between making these podcasts and making Facebook videos um, while I still have access to Facebook videos, um, generally when I get blocked on Facebook, this is the first place that I come to, so, um, and when I get blocked on Facebook, I can't share my page on Facebook, so, Pretty much, if you don't know about me and you don't know about podcasts on Anchor, then you're never going to hear anything about me for at least 30 days. There's many times when I get blocked on Facebook and you don't hear shit. Well, you have to get on Anchor. You have to get on Anchor, period. It's free, you know, or you get on Spotify. It's free too. And Anchor or Spotify, Spotify, like I said, they're both free. I mean, fuck it. Just get on there. Look me up. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there twiddling your diddle for a whole month. So, anywho, Sieges on the Whistle signing off. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make some Facebook Live videos and uh, sign off. So, till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. Deuces.